Sit With Us acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to the land this podcast is recorded on. We also pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. And Kai went and sat on my side of the bed. She went and sat right where I sleep, looked at him and weed. And on that, my kettle's just turned on. So do I have a ghost? Welcome back to Sit With Us. <laughs> Welcome back. You just sounded like a one of those guys in a, in a ring, you know, that does that thing. Like when I watched the UFC with Jack and the yeah. guy just, he goes for ages. It's like, yeah, like this. It's, is there a reason he does that? Yeah, I was watching the UFC as well with Guy and I was asking yeah. about this guy, that guy who does the, yeah. and they were saying that that guy had been doing it for 20 years. He's, wow. And he gets paid, fuck, I can't remember the figure, but it was something like two or three million a year. To do that. To do that. Right? Is I that mean, not? what a gig that is. <laughs> like, I mean, I'd, I'd like to wake up in the morning, put a suit on and just go, like that, and get paid $3 million for it. Like, isn't that wild? But his voice, like, it's obviously a very unique. Iconic voice. Like, thing and talent and... I don't know. He's obviously mastered it now, and he's pretty old. Like he's pretty, he's pretty. Anyway, that's so random. UFC. Um, I mean, yeah, you get it all here and sit with us. You really, yeah. really do. <laughs> you but really you, do. you're back from Bali. You're officially on home soil now. You're back with little, your little girls. Yeah. They're crawling all over you. They're just losing it. I mean, as always. I don't know. They obviously spent a bit of time with my mum while I was away. Oh, and your mum is like just constant attention. She loves constant. them. Like, yeah. And so my mum's got two other cats that are like a month older or two months older and she's got an Oriental and she's got a Siamese, which kind of are in the similar kind of cat bloodline. But they're weird. They're they're really different. Like they just look – I think I'm so used to mine that when I see hers I'm like, whoa, like they just look really odd and they're very big and their legs are really long and like – Pepion, who is the Oriental cat, her she's like a bat. Like her ears are like look like bat. Wow, she's beautiful in her own way, but beautiful but, in her own way. Oh her, my god, yeah, she is. She's beautiful in her own oh. exotic way. Yeah, and you know, my mum has cat sit for me a couple of times now, and you know, my cats sort of stay upstairs in my old bedroom, and that becomes like their area. So anyway. Mum's like, okay, I'm on a mission to make them friends. You know, they're cousins. They've got to get used to this. So she's sending me videos and, you know, Kai, who is the light-coloured one, for those who might not know, I've got a brown one and a light-coloured one. Kai's a little bit different. Uh, She is – how do I even explain it? I mean, look – Guy says she, that she, she just, walks to the beat of her own drum. That cat—that's literally what it is. She doesn't give two fucks about anything yeah. or anyone. She does her way or the highway. She's the one who is um, the territorial one. So she's the one who was weighing on guys' <laughs> things. She was shitting on the oh. bench when I was away. I sh- oh, so Kai's the one who does the weighing on guys' things because she is potentially—I don't know—like intimidated by him because she's got uh-huh. alpha energy. 
and Guy's energy is very alpha. He, he's like real strong energy and I think that she's intimidated by him. So she's like, I've got to piss on his big dick energy to yeah. put my I smell like on I she it. tries to say this is my house, not yours. Oh. Kind of like this is my, my – like Ella is mine, not yours. And the last time she Oh, weed, my God. So when we were in Brisbane for Love X – yeah. When I just left, Guy was in bed and Kai went and sat no. on my side of the bed. This is only about four weeks ago. She went and sat right where I sleep, looked at him and weed. And he picked While her up. While she was looking at him. Yeah. That's, that's big dick energy. That's, that's giving like, big dick energy. This is yeah. my mum's bed. Even though <gasps> Guy has been there since the day they arrived here. That's what I don't that understand. So anyway, he picked her up. She was weighing all over him and then he oh, – he, You know what he did? He, he threw her in the sink and washed her and wet her. Yep. And then Ooh. that was his way of saying no because obviously cats don't like water. And yes. she had wheel all over her. So anyway, he had to bathe her. And then he sends me a video of him blow-drying her. Oh, my God. And I'm like, babe, how did you even manage to do that? Like if I turn the blow-dryer on, she is running – to the furthest point of the house. So, do you know who else doesn't like the blow dryer? Millie. Miss Millie. Yeah. Terrified of it. Yeah. Ter- is, do you think it's a high pitched noise? I'd actually love to find this out because I can even pick up the hair dryer and, and she, she is on the couch shaking. That's like, it's well, crazy. Just before, fucking, I'm vacuuming. I get the vacuum out. Kai looked at me and hissed at me. And oh I my put God. the vacuum down and I was like, no. And then I picked her up and I put her in front of the vacuum cleaner to make her realise it's not, like, hurting you. I'm like, yeah. I put her paw on it. I was, like, trying to make her touch it and then I turned it on and she ran through the house. But she hissed at me. So, anyway. It's so interesting, this it, whole thing. Yeah. It really is with well, animals I, and, like, fucking house I know, appliances, honestly. I know. Well, I know that cats really don't like loud noises. They really don't like it. It scares them. And I think because they've just got like little eardrums and they hear everything <laughs> times 10. Like they yeah. hear everything. Their so senses. Like, They're so yeah. in tune with everything. Like, so anyway, oh my God. My mum's cats, cat sitting them. Um, yeah, getting updates. You know, the cats are not getting along. Kai is running oh, around no. like an absolute crazy cat. Like in comparison to mum's cats who are trained to sit, fetch, high five, <laughs> stay. <laughs> Then there's Kai that comes in and is running amok. I mean, she's like hiding in lamps on bulbs. So anyway, they were all hissing oh. at each other. It wasn't happening. So mum came up with this whole schedule where my two would be let out at a certain time of day and hers would be put away and then they would take turns so they didn't have to see each other. Hilarious. Hilarious. And then mum had a bit of a routine at night. She'd go upstairs and sit in my room on the bed and watch the Kardashians with my, with Miss Owen Kai. Oh, um, cute. And she sent me videos and she's like, I could get used to this. And then she started to realise she was going to miss them. So anyway, my cats have come home now. Um, they know how to sit. Oh, my God. Your mum's fully trained them. Fully trained them. So – she gave me this treat thing that she was giving them. I don't know, one of the cat brand things in the little long sachet things. Did it last night with Guy. We've done it a few times now. Miso, Miso is very, very good. Miso is very, very, very good. She will sit down the first time you just go sit. That is incredible. Your mum is like a cat whisperer. I know. 
I know. So mum's like, you got to keep doing it. You got to keep. So I'm like, okay, we'll keep doing it. And Kaya, on the other hand, you know, she'll come. She won't sit the first go. She'll sort of get on her two legs and try to jump. And then I'm like, nope. It takes her about the third time, but she's getting there. Um, but yeah, she. They're, they're a bit. Something's a bit different. I feel like they've like in my household. I kind of just and my energy, right. I feel like with cats, and this, tell me if I'm wrong, listeners, I don't know, maybe you guys know more about this kind of stuff, but, and I mean, Millie too, you know, she's crazy, right? Like, oh, because she's crazy, all right. But, you know, like, it's like children, you are like your environment as a child. Exactly, I know. And, and they know, feed off like energies, and that's something people tell me all the time, like, Oh, she's just feeding off your energy, and I'm like, if that's how I am as a as a human, I'm like, I've got issues. Well, and, and okay. I, so, like I feel like Miso and Ka- Miso is me because like she's the independent, like she doesn't need. She's yes, like totally. But then Kai picks up on the energy of when I'm running around the house like a crazy person. Ah, uh, yeah. When I'm like. Vacuuming, cleaning, making content, going upstairs, sitting down, editing it, going into that room, then doing this, then being on the phone. Like, it's like they've both mm. picked up some of the energy that I let off and they've now just taken it on. It's so it's- interesting how they do kind of sponge off their environments. I think yeah. Millie definitely gets that kind of vibe for me when I'm running around doing things and she'll be my literal shadow. Shadow, yeah. Where if I'm, I'm walking from the kitchen into the other room, if yeah. I'm putting clothes away or if I'm fixing the bed, she's actually next to me attached to me and I'm like calm down I'm just doing housework but she has to be fully attached to me isn't it funny how yeah Kai's like that too it's funny how some are just like that and then yeah some just aren't how did you go missing them when you were away because I'm about to leave Millie now for four weeks so this is my second time this year that I've left her for a month I mean I miss – I mean, when we were at Love X, I didn't really have the chance to even think about it. Yeah, we didn't have time to even think about anything. Yeah. But when I got to uh, Bali and, you know, Guy was sending me videos and stuff, I really was missing – and they've grown. They've grown heaps because it's been Aww. like nearly nearly four weeks that I hadn't seen them. So they've grown – they're almost fully grown, I would say. And, yeah, I definitely missed them. And now it's just like – it's like I never left, you know. It's always like that feeling when you get back. It's like you never left. When you get back from a holiday, it's always so nice to just be in your own space because we are creatures of habit and we yeah. miss our own little things and our routines. And, yeah. like, I know I'm going to miss my, like, my breakfast routine every morning. I'm definitely going to miss that. Yeah. And obviously Millie, but I know she's going to be at the farm having the oh. best time. She'll be having so, the best time. Like, I'm not – Worried at all about her because I know she's going to be living her best fucking life. Yeah, she's with all the other um, doggies. But, uh, yeah, so you just got back. I yeah. want to know because Ella's messaging me. She's like, I just had this crazy experience today. We did tarot card reading. I'm like, don't fucking tell me anything because yeah. I want – if you're going to say it on the podcast, yeah. I want to just hear it first when we record because yeah. when we recorded our last episode and you were telling me about your – meeting with the healer and everything that happened that was just incredible and we got so much feedback on that too I mean yeah it was it was so nice to read everyone's comments and that they really felt like the emotion from both of us you know from me telling you and then you feeling the emotion like it was really nice and I, I really enjoyed sharing it and yeah so by the end of, I think it was like the last six days of Bali, I really just wanted to to clock off, you know, from work. I just really yeah. wanted to be off my phone a lot. And, you know, 
I was getting so in my head and I, I did a story about this. I don't know if you saw it, but I did a story just being like, you know, I've been so like get content and like take photos and and the last like five days or six days, I literally because like obviously I was with the boys. I was with my boyfriend, my brother and one of my best mates and like they don't take photos. Like not even just for mems, you know, like. Yes, th- this just- is a very female thing. Like I, And it's not us like being like sexist at all. It's no. honestly like I notice it with my brothers, yeah. my, my partner, like my male friends. Like even we're at the dog park and there's like an even number of men and women. Yeah. It's the women that are taking photos, photos. of the dogs. Men don't get their phones out and take photos. That's, yeah, and it. And I noticed that a lot because in Bali, like, I was taking all of the candid pics for the brand. Yes, and it's the candid pics we all want and it's on holiday. Pics, um, yeah, that would get, yeah, and I captured some great candids for the boys and I was, you know, trying to get them to be like, you know, just if you see a cool moment of me, you just take Snap it. Snap it. You know, don't, like, I don't need to know kind of thing. And that didn't really happen, um, I don't think, once. So, you know, that's fine. And then I just kind of got a bit like, you know, I got my selfie stick out, took my own pictures if I needed to because I did some work over there. But then by the end of it, I was like, you know what, I'm just not even – I'm not even going to think about it. I'm not even going to worry about it. And then it just sort of changed – like it changed a lot that was going on in my head Mm. because I think since we're now in this content creation – social media world, TikTok world, like, you know, obviously it is our job. But for me, I mean, you you did YouTubing and stuff before. Like, for me, it really is a job to actually It's a full-time job, dude. Like, to remember, oh, fuck, like, I better post a TikTok. And, like, you know, my TikToks, I don't even know seriously still what I'm doing on there. And Instagram, like, I try... Uh, it's yeah I started to just really get in my head because I was with boys who Mm. couldn't take pictures basically for me and the only person that I I could take photos was my selfie stick um and just that was a bit weird and awkward don't worry I've packed mine fiddly too (laughs) I I bought a new one that is gets really really small it's great it's compact and I've just accepted that if I need to get a shot for work and you know and and I don't want to be that pain in the ass girlfriend that's like I need 10 minutes of your time, yeah. you know. And, because and I did do that when you I did yeah. do that. And look, there there are certain moments where you need help from another human, yeah. right? But I think what we've got to remember when we're travelling with another person is that it's their holiday too. Too, yeah. And even though, you know, they might be getting time off work because they work just a regular person job and we've got jobs that it never ends. Yeah. Like it, it, there is never a moment where – you can just take time off because yeah. if you do, then you risk the, you know, you might miss a moment. You might, yeah. oh, my God, like you might lose followers. There's so many, like, risks to not doing this job. Like it never ends. And it's really interesting you saying that because when you're, like, trying to capture content, it, you it's like you live in two worlds. You want to take it in as the person that's there in the moment, but then you're trying to capture it through a camera for something that you want to post on the internet to live forever. Yeah. But then it's this real battle between it, it is. wanting to just be there in the moment but also capture this because, you know, this is a great content moment. Like, 
It's just never-ending. Yeah, and then, I, you know, by the end of the trip, I'm like, okay, Ella, just get off your fucking phone. Like, just have fun. Yeah. And so I really didn't get any pictures towards the end of the trip, like, at all, which I was totally fine. I was so much more present, you know. Even the last night in Bali, we had dinner, we met up with my cousins, and I wasn't even on my phone. Like, I didn't even take a photo of – one photo of the dinner. But highly recommend if you are going to Bali – it's called Yuki. It's the best Japanese. It's in Chengdu and Uluwatu. But yeah, I didn't I didn't take any pictures that night. Like I was just fully present and yeah, it was really nice. But um, there's something so amazing about that. Just not living by your phone, which is like chained to us and having to like expect like, oh my God, I've got to capture this moment. Yeah. When you just live in the moment, I think that's when some of the best oh, things 100%. happen. And, and I've really... Like I've made this a mental note to myself that when I'm in Italy, I want to have those moments where I'm like my phone doesn't ev- even come out of my bag on a night out. Like it's just I'm just living in the moment. I'm soaking it all in. Even just like walking around like the streets yes. of Bali and and Italy. Like, yeah, you know, obviously there was there, there's just so much that you see that's raw and in the moment, like, you know, we saw these four baby puppies and then we were patting them all and then the mum came out of nowhere and then I pulled my phone out to film. But before I pulled my phone out, I was really just enjoying the moment of the puppies and the mum and, you know, the surroundings of all these dogs everywhere because they really are Mm. everywhere in Bali. But then I pulled my phone out. And then, you know, another example in the mornings, like the boys will have a banana bread and a croissant. Like they're having a laugh. They're just having a good old cack. And then I'm I'm capturing their, their in the moment for them though, you know. Yeah. But anyway, the, yeah, where I was getting it's, with that is. Like, it's this double-edged sword. That's what it, it is. It really is. Really. And like it was just nice to sort of drop the pressure on myself, which uh, comes into the tarot card reading as well around the pressure on myself and – it was really nice to just drop that towards the end of the trip and really just relax. And I got my hair braided by the girls at Mock's Salon. If you're going to Bali, those girls are amazing. Um, they messaged me when I got to Bali and were like, oh, my God, you're back. We'd love to do your hair. And I was like, I have short hair now. Like, I don't know what you can do. She's like, And they made it work, man. She's like, we can do it. Looked it looked amazing. Like, How do you do that? And anyway, they came to the villa and, you know, they didn't want to charge me. And I was like, no, like at least take something. As you guys know, like a, a little bit goes a long way there. So the average income, I think we were discussing this the other day um, with, with some of our friends in Bali, I think it was like 250 to $300 a month. Wow. Yeah, that's like average. And anyway, the girls, they came over, braided my hair, I love uh, the barley braid for me. It's convenient. I don't have to worry about fucking doing anything. It's out yes, of my face. It's out of your face. Like it's just, and then it just sits nice. Yeah, it's a bit heavy, but you get used to it. One night, guy woke up with it across his chest and thought it was a bloody snake and had a fucking. <laughs> he literally was like, ah, like they freaked out. It was pretty funny. Oh like, my god! So he hated it. He was like, get rid of this fucking thing dangling in the bed. But she gets 35% of what the business makes a day. And if that if the business makes zero, then she gets zero. If the business wow. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's like how many months of a year are busy? And she said, Oh, probably about three months of a year. 
And yeah, it really does put things into perspective when I travel to Bali and really get to know people who might be providing a service, whether it's the chef, whether it's the driver, whether it's, you know, a masseuse or a massage therapist. Like I really always ask questions because I just want to kind of know, I want to understand their way of living and it makes me appreciate so much more the way that I live. But anyway, let's put Bali aside for a second because obviously I could chat about that for bloody ever. But something else that we need to catch up on, babe, is the summer I turned pretty on Prime Video. Now, everyone has been going absolutely crazy for it in the Facebook group, and I am shook over the ending of the last episode, which is episode seven. Now, obviously, we don't want to get into too much detail because we don't want to spoil it for you. But for anyone who hasn't watched... A particular situation has been brewing over the season and this episode in particular, there's some huge developments uh, that we've been waiting for. I was literally screaming. Like the last few minutes felt like it went for about 30 minutes because so much was actually going on and unfolding in the end. And I feel like I was standing right there with all of them. Well, it's the ending I want to unpack. Let's just say there was a moment between two people and it got interrupted by probably the last person they wanted to catch them, okay? And it reminded me so much of so many teenage memories. Like, oh, my God, it was giving me flashbacks. Full on, like all the classic walk-in, you've been caught in the act moments. I've definitely got some memories too, babe. (laughs) So, babe, I have to know, do you have like a moment where you were caught In the act, growing up, doing something that you shouldn't have been doing at the time. Well, I definitely remember this because it was so embarrassing and it was my first ever boyfriend. I think I was like 20 at the time and, you know, I didn't – I was living at home. I didn't have a lock on the door, okay? There was nothing like that. (laughs) And, you know, things were about to get started and my brother walks in the door and safe to say we've never spoken about it. (laughs) We just acted like it did not happen. And I feel like a brother walking in is actually better than the parents. And luckily for me, weirdly, I actually had a lock on my door when I did have a boyfriend, so no one could actually walk in. I mean, you're one of the lucky ones that got to have a lock on their door. I mean, jealous. Yeah, and even now I have a lock on my door, but no one's walking in on us. Yeah, no one's walking in on you now. The Summer I Turned Pretty is streaming now on Prime Video. So, guys, come and join in on the fun with us. I want to know about this infamous tarot card. Yeah, and look, it was was only a 30-minute sesh, and my brother went... Dylan went and Guy went, which he's never done before. So, you, so they were done all separately? All separately. He's, okay, okay. They, she didn't know that we all were connected. Wow, okay, um, interesting. And um, it's just like an old lady, an old Balinese lady, and you go in this back room. And Guy went before me and I said to him, I'm like, babe, you know, just go open-minded. You can take – like you don't have to, you know – because he, he's very much like, I don't want to know what's going to happen in my life. You know, I don't want to know. I'd rather just go with it and not know about anything. And I'm like, well, that's totally fine. Like, you know, you can literally just go in there and see what she says and you can walk out like it didn't happen. And, you know, they don't usually tell you anything bad. You know, you ask the question with a tarot card reader. And exactly. You ask the question and then she'll say how many cards you pull. Um, you know, you write down your full name, your date of birth and the country that you were born. Um, and then she sort of, you know, closed her eyes and 
did some things uh, and you can re- like, you know, when you see your eyes are closed and the eyeballs are moving, mm, like you can really see yeah. that. And I was just like, okay. I love um, that shit though. Yeah, I love that <laughs> shit. I actually did record it as well. So maybe like I'll look, maybe I'll listen to it and maybe if it's clear enough, we could upload it yeah. um, as like a bonus. So yeah, that my, my first, so everyone has different numbers. So the first amount of cards that I was to pull was five cards. Mm. Really interesting. And depending on the way that the card is facing, as in it might say 10 of pentacles and it's like they're facing the right way to me or it could be upside down facing her. So like depending on even which way it's facing means something. Yes, everything means something when it comes to cards, like the way it's facing, if it like jumps out, if it's, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Okay, I'm, I'm dying to know. And so you pull the card, right? Yes. You pull the card out. I mean, some, some there's different ways. Some girls, some people dish it out, but this one was you pull it out. Mm. So my first card was, it says the world. And it's the galaxy, it's a woman, it's got an eagle, it's got a tiger and a polar bear. And the reason of this card was she said the universe is always protecting you. Wow. And so, like, that really resonates with me because... Yes, big time. I speak to the universe bloody every single day. Like, every single day I'm speaking to the universe. And then my second card was Ten of Pentacles, which is also what my brother pulled... And it's basically overall, she, she, she goes, what's your relationship with your family? And I said, oh, well, look, like it's healthy. You know, it's healthy. We're not like besties. Like I know some of my mates are absolute like besties with their parents and, yeah. you know, do this and do that. Like I, we have a very healthy relationship. And she said, you need to work on that. You need to work more on that and you need to put more time into your family and the picture was really cool. The picture wow. was just like a rainbow with all of these stars and a castle with the mother and the the mother and the father. And then this is where it gets interesting. Okay. So the the first two cards were relatively positive. You know, the universe is always protecting me. And then the next card came up, and it was four of swords, and it's a photo of a woman. Uh, pretty sad with four swords like this. Yeah, that's pretty grim. Pretty grim. I'm like, oh, shit. But sometimes they don't mean something grim though. Or Correct. is this one actually that? And then I'll show you the next card. So oh, after I pulled that card, the next card was Light of Swords. Yep. And I'm like, okay, what does this mean? And she's just like, you're so hard on yourself. You need to trust yourself. You know, you second guess your judgment. Everybody believes in you, but you don't believe in yourself enough. Wow. And, you know, when when opportunity, she's like, when things, you know, come along, you question why they're choosing you. Wow. And, you know, you guys as listeners, obviously you don't see all of the behind the scenes stuff when Dom and I might have an opportunity that come up from a brand, a collaboration. Like you guys don't see what goes on through that stuff. But, you know, I mean, you know, Dom as well doesn't see because I'm only thinking the things, you know, like when. Exactly. A lot of all of that stuff happens in, in our heads. In our head. And yeah, she was right, you know, like 
when opportunities come up, you know, a perfect example, an opportunity is currently in the works. And when it first, like, you know, came to me, the first thoughts were like, am I going to be good enough? Mm. And she's like, you have to trust yourself more. You know, people, friends are choosing to be your friend because because they love you. Trust that. Trust the friendship. You know, people are coming to you with opportunities because they see something in you. Trust that they see this. And then she's like, especially this one with, she's like, stop judging yourself. Stop putting this pressure on yourself to be this perfect. No one cares. That at the end of the day, no one cares. These people that are judging you because of this and that. And I'm just like and that's that's what then led me into the whole not giving a fuck about content for the last six days. Like it yeah. was very much just like I mean, it's something that we need to constantly remind ourselves about at the end of the day because I don't know how this came up. I think I was with it was either with Isabella or with my cousins or something. And it was about like just being being you and not actually care because at the end of the day other people and if they're even judging you whether it be on social media comments or someone's giving like give you gives you a look on the street that's like judging judging you at the end of the day they're actually not they don't give a shit about you because they are so within themselves and it sounds bleak but everyone is so self-centered and fucking only cares about themselves to a certain extent i'm not saying everyone but a large population of society is so self-centered that yeah they might just like a flicker of like oh yeah i don't agree with that and it like might you might feel all of that judgment but it's not like they're sitting at home on their couch fucking thinking about oh that oh my yeah. god I can't can you believe that you know and 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 that's what we fixate on as yeah. the person on the other end thinking that oh my God, the whole entire world is judging us. So yeah. we're carrying this weight of all this judgment on our backs. Yeah. And that's so interesting that those cards came up. I know. And as well, like when I saw Tawikik, the other healer, his was all very much just about how I just give too much of mm, my energy. I remember, yep, and yep. And all of that. And like it kind of, to me, all resonated with each other with, you know, judging myself putting a lot of pressure on myself in this social media world is energy sucking. That's not protecting Mm. my energy. Yeah. That's, that's lowering my energy and that's giving me negative energy. If I'm, you know, I don't think I'm good enough. I'm comparing myself to all these other people who are on Instagram with the, you know, certain body shapes or skin. That was always something for me or, you know, maybe the opportunities that they get. And it's just like, when you strip all that stuff away and it's just you in bed with your boyfriend or your cat or whoever it might be or no one, like when you strip all that shit away from social media and it really is just yourself in bed and you're going through your your gratitude or your affirmations or your journals, you know, all this stuff on social media. And I I feel like I've said this before and, you know, I'm getting a bit of um, deja vu. Like it, it just all becomes so irrelevant. And I think... We're deep in this world now. We really are. Mm, We're really yeah. deep in this in this social media world, and yeah. we know that it's unhealthy. We know it is because we we see 
14 year olds on TikTok, you know, and it's interesting. I'm always intrigued to understand it more, but it's also really scary. The next generation of what the internet is going to do to people and the judging aspect of it. Yeah. We've got no idea what the consequences of the internet are. Like the internet's only been around for, I don't even know what 20 years. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but we don't know the effects of the internet yet. Fully. Like we know that, yeah, it is detrimental to people's mental health. It can, you know, it causes excessive uh, like self-doubt yeah. um, because you're you're always constantly thinking, oh, well, I don't have that so I'm not good enough or I don't have good skin so I'm not good enough. I, I don't have that job so I, there's no way I can get that better job because I'm not, you know, I grew up in Western Sydney so there's no way I'm ever going to be living in the city and there's no way I'm going to have a career. Like that was me as a kid yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be able to have the lifestyle I want because I, you know, grew up with parents, you know, working class. I'm I'm never going to have these things. But at the end of the day, if I spent all of my energy focusing on the reasons why I'm never going to get these things, there's no way I would have gotten to the point where I've actually made that shit happen. Because if you just focus all of your energy on the negativity, you're never going to fucking actually get there and on that my kettle's just turned on so do i have a ghost so i'm going to quickly tell this story guys because i think it's really interesting but also coming from my nonna who is someone who is very catholic you know like roman catholic you know staunch she got up in the morning went to go and make a breakfast and she gets to the kitchen to turn the kettle on and goes to turn the kettle on then the second she turns it on she hears noise outside that the, all the electricity had turned off. So she goes outside where the electricity box is to go and turn it off. And as she's outside, she can hear a man's voice clearly coming from inside her house. She lives alone, guys, okay? Uh, there's no TV on, there's obviously, because the electricity is turned off. So obviously she's freaking out. She's like, oh, my God, is someone in my house? She turns the electricity back on goes back in the house, you know, says like says hello. I think you do automatically do that because you're like, what the fuck? Obviously no one was in her house. She goes back outside because it turned off again. Then she heard the man's voice again. It was – she couldn't decipher what he was saying. It was like, I don't know. And it was so funny because that evening, like that day, mum had messaged me and was like, You've got to give Nonna a call, a story about the electricity. The way my mum types a text message makes no fucking sense, mate. All right? I don't know what it is. She just puts like highlighted words in there and I'm trying to – and I have to try and figure out what she's trying to say. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, what happened to Nonna's electricity? Like did it – I don't know. Did she have no electricity for a week or something? Like it just sounded like crazy. Then I called my Nonna and she told me this story and I was just like, oh, my God. Like I'm like, Nonna – it was someone trying to communicate with you. Yeah, and and I've said it before, you know, on the podcast, like their way of communicating with us is usually through technology. Totally, because energies. energies. If they are an energy, electricity. electricity. It's yeah. like that's it's it's so simple to understand that. Yeah, like it to is. me. Yeah, so it's, I mean, me too. It's it's yeah. When you told me that, when you texted me that, I'm like, oh, she. Uh, I mean, oh, the second I I spoke to her, I was like, oh my god, I have to tell all this. Like, it's just so. But my nonna fully believes in it, and then she just yeah. kept saying, oh, I I hope it was Frank, and she was because you know my uncle's passed away, and 
it was so like I just felt so emotional for her because yeah. it's when you lose a loved one and obviously like that's her son, yeah. you're always hoping and wishing for that connection with them even when they've passed. Yeah. You, and you just want that back, like whether it be listening to their voice message, you know, yeah. their, you know, please leave a message after the yeah. beat tone, whatever you call that. It, it made me really think because even though he's passed away, she's she'd want anything, like just a sign from him and how much people crave that. But I don't think she's one of those people either that's like, oh, just give me a sign all the time. Yeah. It was just weird that it had happened and I was like, no, no, it, it definitely means something. But it happened, it literally happened on that day, 8th of the 8th. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. That does make sense because the 8th of the 8th was a big day and even in Bali they had like a – ceremony from the first uh to the eighth because it was the new moon it was the new yes moon. it was the new moon and so it was something with the lion's mane i don't really know a lot but i know someone posted in the facebook group about it and i did read it and it was so interesting and then i did a little bit more digging for myself because i yeah. was just like i love all this stuff and it was actually so therapeutic to write things it's down so and nice my my yes. hopes and, and wishes and yeah and then to like burn it and just be like and, – and it was a moment of like meditation and I yeah. really enjoyed it. So it yeah. was something just really beautiful to have. It is really beautiful and I think when we take the time to actually sit down and get a pen and paper out or laptop or however you like to write, it is a really nice experience because it's just it's just like you and you – you know, exactly. Like yeah. You, you can just write down anything and it makes you feel good and yes. you, you really should be doing anything that makes us feel good inside, you know, really deep inside. We should um, be doing that multiple times in a day and that's yeah. why we're, you know, Ella and I, are, we're, we're so staunch like for self-care as in yeah. like masturbation because yeah. you should be doing that f- for yourself multiple times oh. a week you should be taking yourself for a walk you should be doing yeah. a facial for yourself at night you should be you know on that putting topic. body oil over your, your body yeah on, on that, that topic, topic of yeah masturbation so when we did our podcast episode with maria and she said the best time to manifest is when you're orgasming <gasps> i did that this morning I'm going to do that. I've forgotten it, about that. It was literally like the most emotional, nearly nearly emotional experience because I was so deep in my thoughts whilst I was – I knew I was about to climax, like I knew I was getting there. I started to think about all the blessings that I really wanted and, yeah. Wow. Like it was like really – really powerful so and maria was the one who said to do that because yes like your your body's in this outer body experience especially for women like for us you know our orgasms are very different to men and ours last a lot longer and you know your body goes through all these things and feelings and it was a really like out there experience so babe and listeners highly recommend like when you're about to have an orgasm think about something that you really want in life and Imagine having it whilst you're orgasming. Like that's oh, epic. It was it was unbelievable. Anyway, that was this morning. So the last card, and so you know, you go through obviously a round of cards, and this was these were just my five cards. And then I asked, yeah, did I ask about the relationship, which I will share. But anyway, my last fifth card was the fire on. I think it says fire fiat. It's basically like a wizard 
but the way that she was explaining it is you have a lot of magic like and oh like i it's oh, I, that's beautiful yeah and like i kind of you know resonate it with what Tawikik was saying how um he says that like i'm an angel and like i'm a healer and and i guess like being all those things is like magic and yeah she was elaborating on what it meant in her way and the takeaway of it all really was that I need to work on judging myself less and loving myself more and just trusting the universe will always, you know, have my back. Mm. And she was saying that I need to communicate with, with my dad more, which is like what Tawikik was saying. And I said to her, she's like, what do you want to know? I'm like, my partner, I have a partner. Um, and I just want to know about the relationship. And then I pulled, I think it was it was four or five cards and um, she got me to write down his name and so I wrote it down and she's sitting there and she turned the page and she's like Palermo because Guy went in to the session before me oh and I was like yes and so I because I, I I wanted her to know that's that's who he is because then she would be able to kind of okay connect yeah things so anyway i pulled my cards and guy and i pulled the exact same cards oh my god get out yeah and it was really fuck that's freaky dude dude it was really fucking wild like everything was so spot on with how we have we do have an imbalance with communication we do we we misunderstand each other a lot and that's you know in the journal that he got us god bless him like <laughs> got us a journal to write in if we want to express something and we don't know how to communicate it or we just want to share appreciation or write a love letter like i know like, like this guy's a fucking unicorn yeah i know really? he really that's, is a that's fucking the unicorn. only way <laughs> <laughs> like Anyway, so, you know, it was very much saying like we have an imbalance with the way that we communicate and we do misunderstand each other when we're trying to express how we're feeling mm. about something and we, we really do. And she was saying the, the, the white angel card came up for both of us and she looked at his first and then she was looking at mine and she was like, he's loved you for a very long time. Fuck off. Fuck Seriously. off. I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I would have just like burst out like laughing. Puff. Yeah, like this, this is just incredible. Yeah, like so she's like he's loved you wow. for a very long time. And to sum it up, she said that our relationship is a blessing. Yeah, she's like this relationship is a blessing. And I, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Wow. Um, and then she said some other things about health. She, like, drew on the paper, there's, like, these stars and whatever, like, based on, like, your cycle and your date of birth and that, all this stuff. Um, mm. and, you know, the palms thing, and she looked at my palms. A few things she said was, how are your kidneys? I'm like, well, that's interesting. You ask, I'm on medication that does affect my kidneys. Um, Jeez, babe. And she's like, you got to be careful. And then I was like, yeah, you know, I do my blood tests and I, I guess, I don't know, how do you know if your kidneys aren't bad if you don't have any physical effects, you know? 
And then really weird, 30 minutes later, I got a blood nose. And um, on Roaccutane, you can get blood noses. Like that is a side effect. But I haven't yeah. had a blood nose since I first started Roaccutane, which is five months ago now. So weird that I got a blood nose 30 minutes later. The last thing I wanted to ask her, you know, we spoke about my family a bit and all that stuff. But I, because, you know, I've said before, a lot of the white witches, healers, psychics, wh- whenever I've seen them, they always say babies and fertility is really high. It's really strong, blah, blah. So I just like, I, I said, I want to know about this, you know, babies. Mm. And then she was looking at my palms, rather, rather cards. Um, and then we pulled cards. But the first thing she looked at was my palms. And... She said, if you and the relationship work on the imbalance and he is your king, you will have family if you want it. And then she said, and then she looked at something on my palm and she goes, like under her breath, girls. (laughs) And then she went and said something else and I was like, girls it'll be really interesting to see if that's what happens i always wanted boys but you know we'll see so yeah girls the fertility's great which is so interesting because i actually eventually wanted to get my fertility checked anyway but yeah it was overall a really good experience and if you're in changu i'll put up on my when this episode goes live i'll put up on the sit with us page on a story yes where you can find her and yeah, I mean, you know, back from Bali, feeling very centred, very grounded, feeling all the things. Ready to get into a couple of busy months ahead of exciting things. Yeah, it's going to be a very busy time now, for the, basically from now until the end of the year. I know. And, you know, we won't see each other for around two months in total, which is sad. Which is so crazy. And I was saying this to my cousins the other night. I was like, this is the longest time in our relationship that we haven't seen each other and it's weird as fuck. I know. Like it's not a very it's so weird and it's like obviously we talk every day and we're still working and we're still recording and all of that kind of stuff but it's so weird for us to not see each other you know either be in sydney or be in melbourne or see see each other at all but it's it's life and we we get it done and it's all for the plot it's all you know what i mean we're doing it all for the plot haven't heard that saying in a while god doing it for the plot (laughs) (laughs) i haven't heard that in ages Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed that. And I did want to share it. I wanted to tell you guys about it because, you know, Bali, I guess, kind of is that sort of trip for me now when I go. And the boys all loved their experience with the tarot and the beach clubs and whatever they would. I think I only had about three or four drinks the whole trip, which was great. See, whereas I'm going to become an Aperol Spritz by the time I get back from Italy. So I'm going to be doing the entire opposite. But, yeah, I hope you guys loved the app And, um... Yeah, let us know what you thought. Obviously, when it goes live, leave comments in the Facebook group. Share any other stories if you have as well. If you've had your cards read, we'd love to know where you've done it as well. And yeah, that's right. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye.